Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. August the 21st. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's the year 2013. We are live tonight on Blog Talk Radio as always. Uh, thank you for those of you listening on iTunes and for those of you who are listening on Stitcher Radio. Thank you so much. talk about tonight uh john bostic we'll talk about the hit the hit uh that was all the talk today in chicagoland also going to be talking about this upcoming preseason game this friday evening preseason game with the oakland raiders in oakland yeah that makes it a 9 p.m local start time And I know you're sick of hearing it, but we're going to talk 72 Dolphins as well. We'll talk about the 72 Dolphins here tonight. I'm probably going to play a lot of music. I'll I'll just lay that out there on the line. I'm going to play a lot of music tonight. That's just the plan. There's no larger here for me to tell him that he's making a fool of himself. So we'll just be doing a lot of that. Uh, Join in on the chat line. Uh, The chat room is open on our Blog Talk Radio site. Join in. Hey there to guest 8900. Thank you for joining us. Much appreciated. Hey, the NFL came out. As well. Not the biggest of fans, of said fine. Why is that? Because the NFL 
the NFL came out and they they promoted this hit. They promoted it via Twitter, via their site. I believe it was called the hit of the week for a while. And then today they come out with a $21,000 fine. Forget about what Dilfer said. Forget about what Berman said. Sure, yeah, they did back it up. That's fine and dandy for them to do it. Um, and then the league to come down with a fine after that. But for the fact of the, ma- the fact of the matter is, the NFL called it the hit of the week. They promoted it as a great hit. And then today, $21,000 fine came down on Jonathan Vosick. Your thoughts are greatly appreciated at 888-787-4827. 888-787-4827. All of your thoughts. We can talk Bears tonight. We can talk a little Cubs. I went to that game the other night. Uh, Monday night, I was at the game again this week. Uh, they, uh, How else to put it other than the, the bats opened up on Monday night. Uh, they faced Zimmerman and three of the kids had great games. Uh, You had three guys who accounted for all 11 RBI. Those same three guys ended up with five home runs. Donnie Murphy, of course, grabbed two. Sherholtz, he had two home runs as well. And then Navarro threw in a homer to boot. Uh, It was nice to see those kids getting it going and uh, a good sign of the future. That is what the Chicago Cubs are. Again, I mentioned earlier, uh, Shula and the 72 Dolphins have been chirping they're out there. They're talking. When it comes down to it, I want to get back to this. I want to get back to the. I want to get back to the hit. Uh, if you feel like talking about it in uh, in the chat room, if you'd like to give me a call again, it's eight 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 seven eight seven four eight two seven. What it comes down to is we no longer know. Uh, the rules. Uh, basically, it looks like the NFL doesn't want the helmet to come in any kind of contact with the player. Uh, the beginning of the season, it was mentioned the new crown of the helmet rule, which is enacted for running backs as well. There's no more leading with the head. You can't make contact with the crown of the helmet, which is defined as the center, the top of the helmet. You can't, you can't hit with it. Uh, apparently, you can't not hit with it either. Because Bostic did not hit with it. It was a great hit. All of the commentators mentioned it. And now you're finding a kid, you're finding this kid $21,000. Now I know he can appeal it. He, he can go back and he, he, can, he, can, uh, he can come back, he can appeal it, and it could get dropped. Last year there was a Bears player, the name is slipping my mind right now. He was fined $21,000 for a hit. He came back and uh, he appealed it and they dropped it by $10,000. Which, to be honest, that is a... That is great news, especially for a guy like Bostic, uh, being that he just makes a little bit over $400,000 right now. Um, yeah, so that is a little bit more than 5% of his salary, the $21,000, or about a game's paycheck. That's basically what that comes down to. Um, the NFL, they're, they're making their statement. Roger Goodell, they're making the statement. Now, are they making these statements and uh, – coming down hard on these things because of the lawsuits coming in and the league cannot afford to survive at this rate? Or are they making these statements? We got a caller. I'll get you in a second, 847. I'll get right to you. Um, are, are, are they coming down because of the lawsuits or are they coming down on them because, of, uh, be, because they just uh, want to change the game? Is it a money saver uh, or is it, is it kind of a little bit of everything altogether? Right now, I am going to go to a caller. From the eight four seven, a caller from the eight four seven. How you doing, caller? Hey, Clark. How are you? Not too bad. Who's calling? 
is John. John. Is this uh, John? Did we go to a game on Monday night? Were you, were you at a baseball game on Monday night, John? I might have been there. There you are. What's going on, brother? Thanks for giving me a call. Yeah, not much, not much. Just wanted to chime in on the whole Jonathan Bostic hit. Yeah, well, what are your thoughts there? First off, first off, I I think I, I might think have I might seen, seen the hit with hit with you. I do believe we did. I believe I had to walk over to you and ask you and say, "Did you just see that hit?" It was probably one of the better hits I've seen in a long time. I thought right. it was awesome. I think it everyone kinda... thought it was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I think it woke everyone up. It's it's game two of the preseason, and now people are ready to pay attention to the Bears. Right, and preseason doesn't matter. But this is – it's crazy. Football preseason gets better ratings than NHL hockey Stanley Cup finals get. Wow. Yeah, uh, it, it's a football country. Chicago's a football town. I mean, it just is. Yeah, what, uh, so, what, what did you think this morning I, when you heard about driving this? Home, well, driving home, I was listening to – I forget what it was, but they had Erlocker talking about the hit because now he's with that like Fox Sports One, uh, yeah, yep, the new network or new channel, whatever it is. Yes, he is. And they had him and Mike Pereira, that uh, the guy who's always on Fox, the old referee, kind of talking about it. Oh yeah. And, and what did what did Erlocker, Pereira? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, go ahead. Pereira, he was Pereira was just talking. He was talking straight NFL like rule book. Like he's just gonna say. Read straight out of the rule book, oh, it's an illegal hit, blah, 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 just like any ref is going to say. Right. But Erlacher, on the other hand, uh, I guess he's got, obviously, Bostic, <laughs> I guess technically right now replacing Erlacher, if you think about it. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. He was he's going. He's the guy. Yeah. 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 He was talking how good of a hit it was, and then Pereira started chiming in, oh, it's so illegal. This is illegal. What are you talking about? And then Erlacher literally went crazy on him. It was awesome. He was like, like it wasn't very long, but he's like, this is, that's stupid. That's a good hit. You you got to be crazy. It's, I don't know. The NFL is, everyone's saying like earlier this year, the NFL is going to be gone in 20 years and where they're going, who knows what's going to happen with the NFL. Well, there's a thought out there that maybe the league will be gone in 20 years because of the lawsuits coming from former players who now have these injuries. Um, so they can't afford to stay alive financially. So that these moves are being made now, these fines and the and the changing of the rules, basically changing football as we know it. I, the thought is they're doing it financially to try to stay alive financially. Well, you know about the stupid rule that college football put in. If they think it's a borderline call this year, they're throwing a flag regardless. Like they have some stupid rule where if it's questionable, throw the flag, and then they're talking about kicking a guy out of the game if it's a bad, oh, wow. if it's like a a fifteen yard penalty, but. I don't remember the rules correctly. Yeah, don't quote me on it, but it's like if they think it's a bad hit, they'll give them, they'll throw the flag, fifteen yards regardless. And if they can, I think they can go to replay and see if it was like a like an actual like helmet to helmet like a terrible hit, which sure there still are. And if it is, they can kick him out of the game. But if it isn't, he stays in the game, but they still get a fifteen yard penalty for something that wasn't even a penalty to start with. Sounds like they're going to be spending a lot of time on it. A yeah, lot I think they're they're implementing this in NCAA first, just because everything starts like this. The kind of borderline rules that they come up yeah. with always start in NCAA. Yeah, but if NFL goes to something like that, it's just like, come on. Right, 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 right. I 
I don't know. I, I understand the safety of the game, but when a hit that looks that good, nobody was injured, no flag was thrown. I just I don't understand how the NFL it can do that, can promote it as a as a good hit. Uh, yeah, and I, it, honestly, it probably should. It was probably a fumble. He took two steps. Wow, it was close. It, it definitely, it was most definitely close. Um, I, I just, I, I just think them promoting it and then now to find him, I think that's just a bad move, PR move. I mean, that's what you've been here in Chicago. That's what we've been talking about today. Um, somebody brought up a point today though. If, had you been on the other side of that, if it had been a Bears player who had just been hit, would you have been looking for a fine? I think if he was injured, maybe, but I don't. I didn't hear anything about that guy being injured. I don't think he's sure. injured. Yeah. No, I don't believe so. Yeah, N- nothing that I see that that I've noticed. Um, yeah. Jesus. And the one, yeah. the the one. Um. Gosh, I lost it. <laughs> no, 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 that's all right. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about Bostic there. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what happened to me the last time that I was on Jeopardy, John. I just I lost oh. it. Yeah, I was out. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you thank you so much for the call, man. Uh, <laughs> no problem. Have a good one. I, no, real quick. Uh, that Cubs game the other night. Something to look forward to, right? It's nice to see the kids hitting. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna have to resign Sure Holtz. I mean, he's they only signed him to a one year deal, and he's gonna want more money. He's already got more home runs than he's had in any other year. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, he's someone that they're probably going to try keeping, but Donnie Murphy is, I think, even another home run the day after that. Uh, he did hit another home run. I caught that. that yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you uh, I mean, you got a score he's, tonight? He's a little off their age. You got a score on they you were, for tonight? They were, they were losing 3-1, to one, if I remember. Okay. Yeah, that was but, the last uh, okay. I'll, yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll take a few we right just now. need... We need the young guys to step up, not these older guys, these guys that are just journeyman minor leaguers, because they're not going to end up being anything special. Right. Well, it's ooh, it's it's six one right now, middle of the fifth. Um, it, you got to look at the guys who are down 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 below right now. You, you really do. Baez, you you got to keep your eye on him and a couple of the other guys. That that's my only well, thought with these fellas. Well, there's uh, there's been chatter. Is that uh, Chris Bryant, the number two pick, the guy, their first pick? He's already yeah. been like, they already promoted him. They're talking about if he has a good fall league and a good spring training, he could even be the starter third next year. Wow. Maybe it's time to start talking about 2014 instead of 2015. I don't know if we have enough pitchers for 2014. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. John, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. No problem. Great show. I'll be listening. Thanks, man. Please do. Take it easy. I'll catch you soon. Have a good one. Later. That was my first call that I've taken without without uh, Al Larcher here. There's a lot of firsts in the Larcher and Lawrence and Sports Show tonight. Uh, one is, uh, it, it's going to be just me. Al might be ringing in a little bit later. I, I'm not sure. He, Like I said, he's out. He's got some, uh, some personal issues going on tonight. But uh, he might be able to sneak in a phone call, and I'd... I know that he's going to be ready to chime in on the Bostic thing. John, again, I do appreciate you tuning in there. You, you, you're tuning in and you're giving me a call. I really do. I'm still here. That, uh, that might happen once, once in a while. Yeah. With classified information like this, I demand the cone of silence. 
See, that's what's going on. It's just a bunch of classified information happening here and a bunch of that going on. So do you want to talk about it? The 72 Dolphins, these SOBs, the 72 Dolphins, what, what are these guys doing again? They're just making noise. All they're doing is making noise. They, the Bears got to go to the Super, got to go to the White House last year because President Barack Obama's from Chicago invited the 85 Bears who were not able to go uh, due to a tragedy after the uh, Space Shuttle Challenger uh, Challenger. I'm on the right one, right, Lauren? Challenger. That was the 85 one. Yep. Uh, we'll get to the bottom of this. The one with the teacher on it. I remember going to the school auditorium. I was like uh, six. Yeah, Lauren, you weren't born yet. Uh, yeah. So uh, the Bears weren't able to go because of that tragedy. And then the 72 Dolphins actually couldn't go because that was when a certain president was going through uh, some uh, some deep throw. Oh, it, it's been confirmed it is the Challenger. This is the type of show you're getting tonight without Al Archer in the, uh, in the studio. Uh, um, what's that? <laughs> Lauren, Lauren just said that Al would have known that. Jeez, I might have to invite her into, into the room. Uh, back to... Uh, Back to these 72 Dolphins. When they were scheduled to go to the White House after winning the Super Bowl, uh, President Nixon was having a uh, few deep throat things going on at the time. And then they weren't able to go then, so they finally went now. And, and if you don't know the story on the 72 Dolphins, if you haven't been following football or every year when they make the papers, because every year what they do is the, the 72 Dolphins are the only team in a 16-game season to go undefeated and then win the Super Bowl. That, that's what they did. Or was it 14 for them? Yeah. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I need that correcting guy over there. Uh, I see you, John. You're in the chat room. Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out there. Uh, what I was going to say was, um, so, yeah, they, they were at the White House this time because that's all they do is make the news because they celebrate every time, every time a team, the final team that's undefeated in the NFL every season that they lose – these guys still hold on to their old days, still hold on to what they had in the past, and they still hold the record for being the only team to go undefeated and also win the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, it was the 14-game season. Thank you for the confirmation again. Uh, yeah, so no team has gone 16-0 and undefeated and won the Super Bowl. Of course, you'll remember a couple years ago, the Patriots did it, but then they lost in the Super Bowl to the Giants. Well, these stupid uh, – pardon me. I'll, I'll try to be a little, uh, little easy on them here. The uh, the seventy two dolphins, they basically they um, they celebrate every time the final team loses. So you know they celebrated at the end of that Super Bowl when they lost. Every year when the final undefeated team loses, they still celebrate it. So finally this year they got to go, and uh, Shula's opening up his big trapper. This year comes from my friend Ferrari. He uh, he made a post earlier about it, but uh, Shula made sure to bring up to President Barack Obama. Uh, recalling the fact that the 85 Dolphins are the only loss for the 85 Bears. And as we all seem to recall, yes, that is the case. You may recall, yes, the Bears lost one game that season to the Miami Dolphins. It was a Monday night game. But those Chicago Bears went on to win the Super Bowl. They beat they beat the New England Patriots 46-10 to in that Super Bowl. Who did the Patriots beat earlier in the playoffs? Handedly beat those same Miami Dolphins. I just want to get to that point. Uh, I'm not bitter about these Dolphins. I'm just saying. We've heard about it long enough. 
And this is coming from a Bears fan, of course, who anytime you anytime anyone catches any of the eighty five Bears out, anytime they're at a at an event, news is made. Oh. Speaking of the eighty five Bears, yes, we will get to Coach Dicka being at Hallis Hall the other night. We will get to that. What's that? Uh here we go in the chat room right now. Uh John uh John just called just a few moments ago and he is there in the chat chat room. He remembered what he lost. Uh, I'm going to need you guys to help me remember what I've lost during tonight's show. Please give me a hand. Uh, he remembers what he forgot. It's basically that Bostick's second quarter playing in the NFL. Was, yeah, I guess it would have been his second quarter because the starters only play so much. With the, new C, with the new collective bargaining agreement and not as much hitting in practice in training camp, he hasn't had enough time to abide by the rules. So since it's preseason, it should have been, as he's saying, a fine of what? 10K tops, even if you are going to find him. I like your point. That is a fantastic point, John. Um, you know the new NFL. Al's been every week talking about it here, how the team doesn't hit, the team doesn't hit, and I've been trying to tell him nobody hits. Nobody hits. You're not going to see good tackling for a while, which is why it was so nice to see a good tackle from Bostic in that one. But uh, that's the point. They, they aren't learning these new rules because they're not tackling. You need to cut them a break. And to be honest, John, they're probably going to drop that down by by 10k, so it's going to be about an eleven thousand dollar fine. Um, but still, it's just a little uh, a little too soon, a little too much uh, too soon there, huh? Too much too soon? Is that what I meant to say, Lauren? Can I get a ruling on that? Yeah. Is that correct? All right. So basically, the reason why Shula was uh, given given uh, President Obama a little bit of flack there was because uh, last year when the 85 Bears was there, Obama called them the greatest team ever. Uh, President Obama was here in Chicago at that time. Uh, so this year when he's there, Shula said he, uh, he wants him to put in a real nice prominent place in the White House, this jersey that he gave him, and uh, so he can think about the, uh, the whooping that his team put on the 85 Bears. I've already explained that whole situation, and it's no worry. Sure, it'd be great to be known as the the only 16-0 and Super Bowl champions, but that's all right. That's all right. Oh, good point, John. Um, John just mentioned that the vets on the team are probably going to give him a little bit of a hand. I agree. Yeah. Take him out to a real nice dinner. Buy him a nice uh, Gibson steak or something. Uh, something I haven't really gotten into is uh, is the offensive line. Uh, it was it was uh, made uh, made apparent this week that uh, the Jamarcus Webb status he dropped his contract. I guess he could see the writing on the wall. They uh, they renegotiated it. They dropped it from just over a mil uh, down to uh, six the upper six figures. It's in there somewhere. I don't have the exact numbers right in front of me on that, but that's nice to see. Um, a lot of concern that Jay Cutler is still throwing the ball to Brandon Marshall a lot. That's kind of been his mo since the beginning of last season. Uh, I, I think he he came out with a decent statement here yesterday where he said that uh, it's just uh, it's just um, you, you've only seen thirty plays from the team from the starters, you really have, and he's checked down a lot. Now I will say that here in this in this third game, Friday night nine o'clock against the Oakland Raiders, this is the game that's going to be most like it's going to be most like a. Um, a a real game, the real game situation. They've already announced that that neither McCown or Cutler will be playing in game four. They're just going to give it to the two new guys they just picked up, Trent Edwards 
and uh, the uh, the brother, the Palmer brother, Jordan Palmer. Uh, they just picked both of those guys up, and they'll be involved uh, in the final game. They're going to split time in the final game. So this game coming up is the one that we really need to watch. Set your DVRs, 9 p.m., Friday night. Late game. We don't usually have these late games in uh, in the NFL. It's usually That's usually a baseball or a basketball thing. I suppose hockey, too, with us being in the Western Conference. Here's the thing. I would like to see Jay spread the ball around. It'll be nice to see a full half out of him and the starters. Um, let's just not get hurt. I mean, they're already that, – that's the biggest worry about today's NFL is guys getting hurt. And then uh, you do. You, you get a little worried about it. Why wouldn't you? No. I'm going to need a break in a minute. Jeez. Hey, we got a call. Caller from the 540. Hang on. Let me grab you. I got you in one second. Caller from the 540. How you doing? Hi, Clark. Who's calling? This is Joe. I'm actually in Chicago, Virginia oh. area code. What is That's a Virginia area code? Indeed. Joe, you've called in before. It's great to hear your voice again. How are you, man? Not too bad. You're a the friend of the show, Ranger. a friend of mine and Al's. Nice Joe Green. Uh, speaking of your Virginia, I saw you there one time. You did? Recently. I'm going to put you... I've been to quite a few weddings in my 34 years. I'm going to say this right now. And for being an, an officiant so, so. at a wedding, as you were, you are in the top two. Really? I've been to... I, well, I, yeah, I, I'd say I've been to 40, 40 weddings in my 34 years. You that think it has something to do with um, our 30. history? No, nah, it might. But no, you did a fantastic job there. I just want to give you give you credit where credit's due, all right? I appreciate it. So uh, what brings so this I phone had, call tonight? I had an, ex- I had an exciting um, weekend, actually, for your Cubbies. I went to two games. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, I went to see them Friday when they dominated the Cardinals. That was pretty cool. Oh, that was nice. Uh, they like went on the, to lose like the next. The they went on to lose the next two games, if I recall. Yeah, they did. That's but right. you know what? I was really impressed with who was that pitcher? What's his name? Alias or what's? Yeah, uh, Alietta. Alietta. Can Alietta. I get a rule on that? Yeah. Alietta. That guy. He just. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, he uh, he he, he dominated up there. No, that's good. Yeah, that's great, that's great. Arietta, Arietta, thank you, thank you. Arietta. Oh, he's the one pitching tonight too. They're down five-one right now, Joe. Ooh, that's all right though. So you went to that game, and weren't you there Monday night? I was there Monday too. Yeah. Yeah, so was I. Smarja threw a gem that night too. Not to mention, I, I talked earlier about those runs, but that was a great day too. It was a great was day. Perfect. Play. So basically. If these kids can put together one great game in every series, I'll be all right with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. See, all right. Let's way to go. get down to business here. Let's get to football here. All right. You happen to be a fan of those Oakland Raiders. I do. The I Oakland have. football Raiders, not to be confused with the L.A. Raiders, who were kind of a different I, team. I, they, you know, it's a love-hate kind of thing. I'm also a Bears fan, too, but I, I follow these guys. And um, I don't know. I'm pretty excited. We actually took one of your guys, Nick Roach. He's going to be oh, like, yeah. you know, he's going to be prime time uh, linebacker for us this year. I really hope so. And he's our he's, only chance of 
stopping forte. So is um, he uh, number one on your uh, on your depth chart there? What's that? Is he number one on your depth chart? He's uh, he's starting. Um, I can almost I mean, guarantee you he's going to be middle linebacker. I think it's still kind of undecided, but he's going to kind of be running that show. I think. Okay. Hopefully, we'll see. But as for uh-huh. our defense, I don't know. The only other mentionables are our safeties. Um, the only, actually, Tyvon Branch, one of two starters from last year, um, that has actually been called back. Wow. Uh, we we brought in nine new starters. So. You have nine new starters at defense. That's part of why uh, Nick Roach... He uh, he got a little more money than what the Bears wanted to offer him to keep him around. Yep, and, and that's, that's um, why we have him. So, well, and the Bears were not picked up DJ Williams, who uh, was knocked out in the preseason or in the uh, in training camp. Uh, he is expected to be able to come back to the team in the next like thirteen, fourteen days, somewhere in there. But it looks to me like this Bostic kid is going to be starting for us. I'm sorry, I'll let you go back to your Oakland Raiders a little bit, but uh, I just wanted no, to give no, you the no, no. what's going on here. And you have you been listening to the show tonight at all? Yeah, yeah, I tuned in. Did you catch the hit that we were talking about? I did. I I really did. I don't know. The I didn't see hit. it though. I I I should look up that clip. Yeah, catch that clip. Take a look at it. See what you think. Let let yourself decide. I. So, I, so you're already, saying it was clean, and everyone else is saying it was clean, right? I'm saying that the NFL obviously thought that it was clean. In fact, uh, they they tweeted about the, about the play. And on that tweet, like I thought I was like, wow, they're tweeting about it when I read it. I thought to myself, I thought this is a pretty bold tweet from the NFL. You're saying that that is the hit that you're looking for this season. I thought that's what they that meant. When I saw that they retweeted or they tweeted about the hit with a link to the video of it, I thought that they meant, "Hey, this is what we're looking for. If you tackle this way, it's it's a hard hit, but it's a clean hit. And then today they came so out. What and they does that say it. about these guys that go out for the regular season? Even you know, Bostic. He's, what is he supposed to do? I mean, that's obviously his playing style. I haven't seen it, but yeah. he's got to be you know. And then now he has to deal with his fines. And yeah, it's just, a lot of money ah, like that. What's the? Um, I mean, come on. You know, I I'll be honest with you. I'm just looking at the roster here for your uh, your Oakland Raiders right now. I've noticed there's two guys. There's a Kalen Burnett and a Kevin Burnett, both listed as linebackers. Uh, Seen anything on these guys? Kevin Burnett. Um, not really, honestly. Those must be new. Are they new guys? Those do not. Uh, let's see. Kevin has eight years. And Kalen, Kalen has a few. They they might be new to your team, brother. I'm guessing they're they're practice squad material, but it only caught my eye because I'm wondering if they are brothers. That's it. That is all. And and that's what you're going to get on a Larcher and Lawrence and minus the Larcher sports show, my friend. That's how that's going to work. I have I have no uh, information on those on those uh, tables, but good. Yep. I thought I was taking a shot in the dark with that one. I'll tell you that much. Uh, what well, about your, your football you knowledge excels mine? What's that? Yeah. You got anything on the uh, QB situation? Yeah, yeah. It's 
I was really hoping Tyvon Branch was going to step up in camp, but it just did not. No? It just did not happen. Yeah, so, you know what, I'll I'll stick with uh, the Seahawks backup. You know, he's going he's gonna to do well for us, I think. Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn, yeah. He uh he looked pretty good. Um first uh, I see, uh Tyler Wilson is on your roster and Terrell mm-hmm. Pryor also on your roster. Terrell Pryor is a a scrambler, man, and that, that's kind of what I was hoping for because Democrats got out of line is just Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's uh I was kind of hoping to see that more of that aspect because just been like pocket guys for years and years. But. You've had him for a couple of years now, correct? Oh yeah, he's been around, but yeah, and yeah. he started a couple times, but uh, and pretty well too. But you know, he's he's speaking not, of Matt know, Flynn. The reason why he rings stars, a bell. So. The reason why Matt Flynn, Flynn rings a bell is because uh, when he played in that game for the Packers, uh, he was their backup, of course. Before last season, the last game of the season of the uh, it would have been what the 2011 season, the last game of Dominated. that season, he threw six touchdown passes that got him a great yeah. contract from Seattle. They ended up going with that rookie out of Wisconsin, the Wilson kid, that made Flynn expendable. So now he's in Oakland, and it looks like he has the job. He's definitely got the job. You will see wow. him week one. Did they name him starter? Like officially, it's done. There's no no other thoughts. Um, let's. Well, week two of camp, they were kind of saying like, "Hey, it's anyone's job, really." But it's Matt Flynn's to lose. He was kind of the guy that they were, you know, hoping to start. But um, so he'll he'll definitely. I think it's pretty much set down at this point. Yeah. Hey, I yeah. want to ask you: Have have you ever been? to the city of Oakland? I have. I've been have to the stadium, to... but to watch an Oakland Athletics game. <laughs> What's that? Oh, uh, you went to the stadium to watch an eighth game? Yeah, they share with the uh, with their MLB. Yep. So I've been to the black hole. Let me tell you this about the Coliseum. I'm going to go a little tour guide on you here. Uh John's yeah. in the chat room still. He said that Flynn is officially the starter. Um, the uh, the Oakland is it Oakland County Coliseum? It's is that the Overstock dot com Coliseum. Oh, I, I'm honestly I'm on their wiki page right now, or on a wiki page of a list of stadiums, and it says O dot co Coliseum. So that's why I said Oakland County, but obviously I should have known the. Whatever they're calling it. Whatever they're calling it these days. It is now the smallest stadium in the National Football League. Soldier Field has I had that title. I think you told, you were telling me that the other, yeah. other day. Yeah. Soldier Field has had the title of a capacity of 61,500. But what they've done in Oakland is they have dropped that down uh, from their 64,200. They have blacked out a bunch of seats because they're worried about the NFL blackout rule, where if you don't sell out the stadium, they're not going to show it locally. They have got capacity down to fifty three thousand two hundred. They dropped by they dropped by twelve hundred people or by twelve thousand people. I'm sorry, by twelve thousand, and they are now officially the smallest stadium in the National Football League. 
that is pretty. It's it's a cool move. I like it. I think it's great for well, those guys that can never watch a game because they just you know they live in they just can't go and then they can't watch it on TV. It's a, yeah, I guess we we just don't understand what's what that's like. And like, well, we we do have a smaller stadium, but I guarantee we could we could support a bigger stadium than that. There's no doubt about it. No oh, yeah. doubt about it here in Chicago. Could you imagine growing like if you lived in Oakland like? I'm sure you wouldn't mind living out that way on the West Coast at some point, but you'd want to see your team all the time. I've definitely thought about moving out there, getting a crappy apartment in Oakland, and going to a whole season. Wow. But, you know, we'll see. That would be like, so cool. Um, the year you finish school, just, like, pack up for a year and, and pull that trick, that's solid. That would be, that'd be great. And I think uh, season tickets start at $250. I went to one Bears game costing more than that. Yeah, no, it, it does. Uh, I got a Cleveland story for you. But right now, hang on the line for a second, Joe, Joe Green. If you wouldn't mind, sure. Joe Green, I got something very current coming at you. This just in. Al Larcher is now available via the A1 Sauce hotline. He's calling in. Hey, Al Larcher. <laughs> Hey, Clark Lawrenson, how are you? And by God, are you doing some riveting radio? I've now learned the name of the Oakland uh, Coliseum. That was <laughs> that was great. Thanks, bud. That's pretty much how the show's been going tonight. What's going on, Al? Oh, Good no, to hear your that, voice. That is groundbreaking journalism, and I'm, I'm happy to have my name attached to The Larger and Lawrenson Sports Show. I got Joe That's Green right. on the phone, my friend. Gentleman Joe. Good to hear from him. How are you, Al? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm driving, so if all of a sudden I disappear, it's because John Q. Law is uh, near me. But right now, uh, I I seem to be okay. Have you talked a little bit about Bostick and uh, this whole BS with the fine? Yeah, we can go into that. Hey, Joe Green, I just want to say thank you real quick for the phone call. Yeah, man, I'll be listening. And, uh, yeah, good to talk to you, man. Do you have anything uh, to add with, uh, with uh, with good Al Archer there? Um, yeah, I'm here. Basically. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, take it easy, Joe. All right, guys, take care. Doors closing. I'll let you talk on the Bostic thing. What's what? What are your thoughts? I have obviously been talking about it. First off, First off yeah, Joe Green is one crazy bastard. I, I, you no just got to get that out there. I, like when no you're doubt. hanging out with that kid, just hang on. You know. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, Bostic, he gets this fine from the NFL, $21,000, which is a hell of a lot of money for a rookie. Now, sure, he got like a million-dollar signing bonus, so let's not cry uh, Argentina for him just yet. But, you know, it, it's been pointed out, and it's been discussed over and over. a million-dollar man. Damn right. Mr. Ted DiBiase, senior, the original. Uh, not this new-age kid stuff. Anyways. So this Bostic guy gets fined, but the NFL promotes him, and he, they promote his hit on the website. They are in the business of making money off of these hits. They are in the business of promoting football through these hits. And it just seems ironic that they're willing to make all this money off of this hit, and then on top of it, you're gonna you're gonna uh, you're gonna find the guy. And make even more money out of it. I mean, it's a scam I want to get into. It's like the city of Chicago is running the NFL. My eyebrows went up. Al, yeah, my I, eyebrows I, went up. 
I couldn't agree with you more, my friend. This is the sa- I I I have been saying the same thing this evening. That that's what you missed was a lot of me talking about that. You you can't push it and then find this kid that much money. Uh, listener John, he called in earlier. He brought up a good point that the vets are probably going to help him pay that fine. They'll, they'll yeah. probably pay it. I mean, that's five percent of his total earnings. Uh, pretty close to like just over a game that he plays if you include right. the three in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, it, he's, of course these guys make a ton of money. So, it, you know, it seems like, well, they don't really matter or it's not really that much money, but it is that much money. I mean, $21,000 is $21,000. I don't care if you're rich or you're poor or you're uh, somewhere in between. Right, that's a lot of Beats uh, by Dre. That is a lot of Beats by Dre. Beats by Lecture, too, for the hell of it. There you go, yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. I was just doing like 65 and a 35, and there was a cap there. But he was like, oh, that's behind right. the light. And, and you're on your phone, so that, that cancels yeah. it out. It's okay. You're on your phone, so that's fine. Oh, okay. Because oh, okay. he did. He, it looks like he's left me alone, so. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, that made me a little little, little upset right there. Uh, what do you make of, uh, I, I talked a little bit about it, but what do you make of uh, Cutler, uh Throwing only to Brandon Marshall. Anything to talk about there? Well, I like uh, I like Cutler's attitude on the whole thing with the press, where he's like, you know, yeah, so that's I did it, I did, you know, you know. Although, yeah. although this kid doesn't win games this year, that's going to get really tiresome really quick. No doubt about it. This is the year. If he's going to keep saying that stuff, it's time to go. I, I'm a Cutler supporter through and through, but if if he's going to say that stuff, it's time to go. Hey, did you hear what uh, Martellus Bannon said in the interview? I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. But what did he have to say? Well, first off, he's like, uh, they asked him, like, is Cutler seeing you out there? And he's like, well, I'm a six seven black man, so of course he's seeing me out there. And he's like, I wear white gloves. I look like Mickey Mouse waving at him. So I, I think he sees me, but... Uh, you know, he's like, it doesn't matter. It's preseason. He's like, I don't, get, I don't care if I don't catch a pass in past seasons. I get paid to catch passes in the rest of the season. That's where the money is. And that's yeah. when it's going to matter. Well, I haven't seen him dropping any passes either, so that helps. You know, that's one that's worry. Right. That you don't have a pass thrown at you. You can't drop them. That's, that's... <laughs> exactly. Well, that's one thing that I heard when, when Bennett came in was that uh, he, he sometimes got a case of the dropsies. Yeah, I think yeah, most I think tight ends do. Yeah, that's true. I really like there's it, and I just started... no. Go ahead. There's very few sure-handed tight ends. Yeah, I just started getting a, a good feeling about the fact that he, um, that Martellus Bennett backed up the Witten for a while, and Witten's a fine tight end. I really dig that. Yeah. And then he got yeah. his chance, and he he did he did pretty well in New York last year. But it, it's nice to see him here because a he's not Kellen Davis, and, right. and b right. He's got a heck of a personality that I think is going to shake things up a little bit. I think so, too. I think it's going to be a good thing. Now, all now, these strong personalities that the Bears generally don't have, and they certainly didn't have any loving smith era. I mean, it, it's corrosive. If things go wrong, I mean, this could blow up fast. You could have Bennett bitching about not getting passes. You could have Marshall bitching about not getting passes. I mean, yep. things could get ugly really fast. And oh, yeah. Patrick asked me yesterday, he's like, well, how many wins do you think the Bears are going to get this year? I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I can't give you an honest answer. I don't feel I have an honest answer yet. 
but he pushed me, and I said ten wins, and he said six wins, and I got to say, I, I believe either. I really do. I, I, I'm hoping for ten wins. I believe they can win ten games, but if they won six games and that was it, I, I could see that happening too, and if you only win six games, you're in a position to draft a quarterback, and maybe that's what's needed. Maybe the time is now. So, I mean, it's put up or shut up for Jay Cutler in this Bears offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. That's great. Thank you, dude. I I appreciate that. Hey, do you want to take a call from the 312 while you're here? Yeah, sure. All right. All right. Why not? What the heck? We'll we'll, we'll double up our phone calls. It's it's the the good thing to do. Hey, caller from the 312. How you doing? Hey, good. It's it's uh, Mike from the South Side. Um, I want to continue with some of this Bears talk. Um, yes, sir. Now we know that Jerry Angelo had his struggles uh, drafting offensive players. Jerry Angelo, or excuse me, um, Emery, the first year out, Shane McClellan, the verdict's a lot on this guy. Um, but a lot of people are excited about Kyle Long, Jordan Mills, Bostic playing pretty well in these couple preseason games. Uh, in your opinion, what do Long and Mills and some of these other defensive guys have to do uh, for Jerry, or for Emery to prove that he had a solid draft class this year? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Thank you so much for the call, Mike. Well, Al? I think you got to – I think, like, everyone kind of agrees. Everyone – at first, was a little weary of the long pick, you know, myself included. We question, you know, this guy hasn't really played much, but he's a, he's hungry and he's a student of the game. I think a lot of people kind of thought, all right, here's a rich kid. Obviously, his dad's his dad's a multimillionaire. What does he have to prove? Why is he going to come in here and excel at football? What is going to be his motivation to learn and grow? And I think we've already seen it. He wants to. He wants to prove his, his worth as a football player and as an athlete. And he's got the size. He's got the power. And I think we're looking at a Pro Bowl um, probably left guard. Uh, I'm sorry, probably a left tackle in the future. And if Phil Emery just drafted our left tackle for the next 10 years, well, then you could stop right there. It doesn't matter any, any of his other picks. Now, I, I hear them talking a lot on uh, sports radio. Uh, about Shane uh, McClellan and yep. him being a possible bust. And what they never really mention is it was Emory's first year as a GM, and he didn't really have the staff in place yet. I mean, he didn't have all the pieces there to go ahead and have the draft he wanted. So I'm, I'm going to excuse that pick a little bit because that looks like it may be a bust. I, I, I can't see him turning out well. He's not really showing anything. And, you know, this is year two. This was your first round pick last year. I I think you would want a little more. So that's that's definitely going to be a mark on uh, on uh, Emery's record. But like I said, if you got your left yep. tackle, that's going to balance out. Bostic looks like a player. Uh, of course, that hit it was amazing. And we we already discussed the twenty one thousand yes, dollars fine. That probably shouldn't have been issued, but it was. Um, and I think if he if he gets his fundamentals down, if he learns the position and is able to really study his craft. He has all the potential to be a hard-hitting, heart-smacking, just the kind of linebacker Chicago wants and needs and has always had. And I'm excited about that pick. And Mills is looking good. I mean, everything he's doing is turning out. Now, year one, his draft from last year, the third-round pick, um, I think he's a cornerback. That guy's not looking too good. So year one is a little shaky, but i, I got to say, I mean, of course, we haven't even seen them in a regular season game yet, but from what we've seen in preseason, from what's being said, it looks like he might have had a great draft class this year. And I think it, it – I mean, it, 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 all, it all 
comes down to. Um, and then if your if your linebackers turn out on top of that, it's it's gravy. And uh, yeah, this could be the start of a great draft class and the start of the Bears' offense in the future. So I'm and defense in the future. So I'm excited you know, about the it. The best I'm, answer I'm I give you is it's, it's a fluid and, uh, process. Yeah, if, if Emory gets a pro bowler out of long, I think uh, I think it's a win. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on a lot of things there, but don't you think that uh, if it was – you brought up earlier with McClellan looking like it might be a bust. If it was such – if he was new to it, he didn't have his staff in place, don't you think he should have made a safer pick, a little bit more of a safe pick? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I mean, he really uh, took a chance. So he came out swinging. Yeah, he did. Oh, I mean, it, it was a it was a it was a WTF pick. Two years in a row, we had WTF picks where you're like, you know, what, what is going on? Who are these people? Why is why is this long guy getting picked? Because you know, I remember we picked long. There were about three players I really wanted. Eifert, of course, to see week one against Cincinnati. Um, Eifert was the guy I really wanted because um, I, I I like tight ends. They know, but um, yeah. neat. Uh, we'll get you a six three zero. We'll get you. I had a uh, I had a draft magazine in my car, and I was working. Yeah. And I, I said, "Okay, give me a second here." Uh, I played a long song, and I ran to my car. And I got my draft magazine. And I looked up long, and he was like three pages in. He was like on the third page of uh, offensive line then, and he was like uh, predicted to be a third round pick. And I was like, "Man, this is a real reach here." And of course, now, our magazine's opinion. Our guy Ferrari had given me his idea for for guys to look for, and as soon as they made the pick, I had remembered I heard his name, and then I looked down, and he was under there for looking in the second round to make that pick in the yeah, first round yeah. was something else. But now, else. I mean, it turns out the more we find out, the more it seems that a lot of teams had long projected in that that area where he was picked, and the Bears would not have had an opportunity to get him in the second round. So it looks like. I mean, it looks like this is turning out, but that, that's a shame, McCall. And, yeah, it was a reach, and uh, I, I didn't hear anybody saying they were interested in There were some rumors that the Packers, who were picking a couple picks after us, were interested in them because he does fit a 3 4 Well, if, uh, if we end up with a left tackle out of the deal, then uh, we can call draft number two for Emory a success. Absolutely. That's my thing. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. I want to go to a caller from the 630 if you have a couple more minutes, Al. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Caller from the 630, how you doing? I'm good. Hey, boys. It's uh, Andrew calling from St. Charles. Hey, hey Andrew. Andrew from St. Charles. How you doing, sir? How are you, Al? How are you? Good? good? I'm doing good. Thanks, buddy. Good. good. Uh, I had uh, two Bears topics I wanted to talk about. The first Holy I talk about cow. What was that? The Bears' schedule. And, Clark, if you could pull up the Bears' schedule. Um, yes, sir. I wanted to talk about how important it is for the Bears to start at least 3-1 and one in the first quarter of the year. When you hear coaches yeah. talk about seasons and records, uh, a lot of times they break it down into quarters. So That was a big loving spread. Four quarters. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, we start off Cincinnati and Minnesota at home, weeks one and two. We go to Pittsburgh on a Sunday night, and I think we all know how Jay tends to perform on primetime games. Um, 400 yards. 400 yards. <laughs> yes. And then we go to Detroit. Um, my my big concern with starting at least three and one is, if you notice the second quarter 
we go New Orleans and the Giants at home. Then you're at mm-hmm. Washington and at Green mm-hmm. Bay. So if you escape second quarter, two and two at the best, you'd have to be ecstatic, I would think. And yeah, yeah. Listen, quarter one is, is going to be tough. And let me tell you why. It's not just the opponents. By the way, Cincinnati is supposed to be real this year. I don't know if you're watching Hard Knocks. Uh, I, I have to watch last night's episode still, but I'm up there. Yeah, I got, I got, I'm an episode of half in the Hard Knocks. Uh, but everyone is saying Cincinnati could be a breakout season this year. And we got them week one, and we're going to see uh, we're going to see that tight end. But if we – when you start off with a new offense, when you start off with a new offensive line and a new offensive scheme, to realistically think that you're going to be coming out of the gates firing, to be playing with these young kids on defense, it's, it's unrealistic to think the Bears are going to start off hot. Uh, it is realistic to think that they find their stride in that second quarter of the season and more so the third quarter of the season. But that first quarter of the season could very, very ugly. And I didn't realize the second quarter of the season was so tough because every one of those teams could beat us. Every one of those teams could be in the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, this this has potential to either be the perfect storm or the perfect nightmare. And we're going to learn a lot in that first quarter. But, man, 3-1 and one would be – that would be wonderful. If we could do that, that would be wonderful. I don't know if it's going to happen, though. Well, I think the, two and the, two. First quarter, two and two second quarter, uh, going into the latter half of the season, four and four is a realistic possibility, and it might be what we have to fight through. The uh, the third quarter of the season starts out against the Lions again. So, are we looking to split with them, or are we looking to take them both? We should well, be able to beat the Lions twice. And and more, of my comment too on the second quarter is you start off with New Orleans; they're going to be better because Sean Payton's back. He's absolutely. Uh, Yeah, he's got to bring them another win or two. Exactly. Um, Then you go the Giants, who they always play us tough, at Washington and Green Bay. At Washington, we're playing that uh, read option offense again, which gave us trouble with uh, Wilson and the Seahawks last year. And I think we know about our success, unfortunately, in Green Bay the last few years. So I think if you skate out of there two and two, you're very happy. That's that's my only thought for, you know, why we need to try and start 3-1 and one and at least be above 500 going into the second half of the year. I'm going to be honest. I don't uh, – Green Bay isn't scaring me. They, they're starting a rookie at left tackle. They have a suspect defense. you got Aaron Rodgers, and, you know, when you have a great quarterback, you can win games. But I think this is one of those years we can, we can sweep Green Bay, we can sweep Detroit, and we can possibly sweep Minnesota. So now you're talking six wins right there. Unrealistic, but, you know. Yeah, I agree with you that we can. Guys, do you make anything of this? Somebody brought it up in the chat room here tonight. Um, the thought, and, and I don't know. I don't know any experts or any, any doctors on this. I do have some family members with diabetes. But the the thought of uh, Cutler at <laughs> night having trouble seeing. Have you heard this rumor, and, and do you make anything of yeah, it? Yeah, this has been going around since Denver. It's, it, it, you know, it's punk. It, it's just... I don't know. I, he's just not good at he's just not good at the games. Jay Cutler has not proven himself in a big game yet, and that's disappointing as a Bears fan, and that's a scary thought as a Bears fan. And you know these these night games tend to be big games. They tend to be national televised games. They tend to be against opponents of substance, and he has laid an egg virtually every time, and that's 
the only game I can think of right offhand in the past year or two that we've won prime time as a night game was at Dallas last year. And really, the defense won you that game. I, I know Peanut yeah. had the pick six, uh, and I believe Briggs did too. So, yeah. Hey, speaking of Dallas and and the Bears playing against Dallas, of course, this year against Dallas, we are retiring Coach Mike Dickett's number. Hey, it was nice to see him up at Dallas Hall the other day, there, huh? Yes. First time in like twenty years since he's been fired. Yeah, uh, I I heard that Brad uh, Brad Biggs from the Tribune had tweeted. First time he's seen him there in his 13 years. There's thought that, that Jerron might have had him up. There was thought, but... Yeah, yeah no, no, he did. He did. Dicka has not been there since uh, since they fired him, which I didn't realize, but, yeah, that's that's true. That's pretty I, great. I have, uh, I, I, I have oh, go uh, ahead. one more thought for you guys, too. Yes, sir. Um, are we in for any surprised high-priced veteran cuts? before the end of uh, training camp here. I know there's been a lot of talk about freeing up salary cap, uh, and I know the three or four names that usually come up are Gold and, and the three wide receivers in Bennett, uh, Eric Weems, and Hester. To me, if you really need the cap space, I think it's got to be one of the wide receivers. Bennett hasn't been able to get on the field, and do you really need both Weems and Hester? I mean, I know Weems is more of a important as a gunner on the special teams uh, where – Hester is needed in the return game, but I don't know. It just it just seems like if if there's to be a target there, it's one of those three guys as far as bringing up. Some My guys. sources are telling me uh, it's Weems, but I don't think any of them are actually going to go. Um, they 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 don't want to be in good salary cap, cap space. They're liking their position right now, where they get to kind of say, um, "Okay, oh fuck, I got a cop on me." No, you're you're larger, larger. Let's not get arrested anyway, here. I could Let's continue not... maybe with a thought there, uh, Clark. I think yeah. the other reason why Weems isn't going to be cut is he's an Emory guy. Emory, I believe it was holy cow. I believe it was Emory's first free agent signing when he came last year, and he brought him from Atlanta, where Emory uh, was before. So the other reason okay. is Corey Graham's gone. You really don't have any other you know, outstanding gunners on the team. So, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you there. And, and, and Al's call has been dropped. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll give you the update next week. He might be calling from uh, Cook County. <laughs> Let's hope not <laughs> for, for next week. Well, what's the thought? They, Trespin wants to keep three quarterbacks on the roster. He does, but I think that's ultimately, uh, from what I've heard too, it's, it's an Emory decision and, and Emory's a two quarterback guy. And, Wow. If your third quarterback's match Matt Blanchard, you don't keep him. You put him on the practice squad. If they do keep Edwards, I could see them maybe keeping three just because he's a veteran guy, kind of knows yeah. the system a little bit. Um, yeah. But, well, we we can't even really talk about either of those two guys until, uh, you know, they, they play in that final game, I think. I, I, they're both going to play in the second half of this game, but they, they get the entire I haven't done my research on Jordan Palmer. Has he – you know, I, I knew he kind of rode his brother's coattails and just hung out in Cincinnati riding the bench. Did Guys, we're down to under a minute. Uh, he went on with the Jaguars, and he was most recently cut by the Cardinals or something? Something okay. like that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, but, yeah, but he was surfing and working in an office until uh, until just very recently. 
Not a bad gig. No, not a bad gig at all. Not a bad gig at all. Andrew, thank you so much for the call tonight. I do appreciate it. Thank you. We're going to move over to the overtime. Uh, Andrew, thanks again. Guys, thank you so much for the call from all of you listening live. I do appreciate it. Thank you to John for calling in. Thank you to Joe Green for calling in. Thank you to Al for calling in. Thank you to everybody who called in. Andrew as well. Mike, thanks for the call. We're going into the overtime at this time. Those of you listening on Blog Talk, we'll see you later. And, yeah, this part here is just for those of you on the podcast. It's back to just me. Al's lost. If I get a, an update before I end this uh, here overtime area, then uh, then I'll let you know. My goodness. We'll take it slow. A little slow bear down. Thanks again for listening tonight. I do appreciate it. We do the Larcher and Lawrence and Sports Show live on Blog Talk Radio every Wednesday night. We talk Bears. Al's going to be gone next week. He'll be at Burning Man. Unless he's still in Cook County, I don't know. He's going to Burning Man next week. I, myself, will be here next week with... I I have figured it out. I have gotten the greatest, the greatest Rocky... Balboa Mines in Chicago. Not only the greatest Rocky Balboa Mines, but some of the best comics that you'll find, and a, and, a, and a pretty darn good fighter as well. All excellent Rocky Balboa Mines. We are doing this next week at 8.30. We'll do it live on Blog Talk Radio next week at 8.30. We will be doing the Rocky podcast. Uh, Chad Briggs, stand-up, local stand-up comedian Chad Briggs will be with us. Uh, a couple guys from Think Tank, Peter Stepnowski, Brent Bridwell, they will be joining us as well. And from uh, uh, our MMA guru, remember our guy, Cliff Hagerman, he's been on the Larcher and Lawrence show in the past talking about MMA. Also, I know him as a big Rocky fan. We're going to be talking about Rocky Balboa. My goodness. Whew. I need a minute here in the OT. Let, let me lay it on you straight here for those of you listening on the podcast. When I started this here tonight and I knew that Al wouldn't be around, I I was I was expecting to go maybe maybe 15 minutes and, and just go and give it a shot. Uh, I'll tell you what, a couple of the phone calls helped drive it through. I really do appreciate that, um, and I do. I, I'm glad that Al was able to call in. That was that was really something else. But now I don't have a caller. And now Lauren's in the studio laughing about it. Only on this special edition. edition. Wow, all night I should have been calling it the Lawrence and Larcher Show. Right here on the Lawrence and Larcher Show with uh, Chicago's own Larcher and Lawrence and Sports Show. Guys, thank you again for tuning in. I do appreciate it. Maybe I should have just cut this off right there, huh? I don't know. This is what usually when Al starts talking a lot is because I uh, I'm looking things up and I'm uh, I'm looking for something right now actually. So that is why you're getting this. Thank goodness there's nobody listening live. You'd, you'd leave us, guys. Thank you again for the call, for all the calls. Thank you for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Um, I say it every week. The iTunes listeners, I really do appreciate that a lot. Um, 
I really appreciate those of you on Stitcher Radio. Both of those are free apps to listen to anytime on your mobile phone. What you can do is you can download the show on Stitcher while you're on your Wi-Fi, and then when you're in your car, you can listen to it. it it'll play back in the car as well. The same for those of you on iTunes. Download it on, on your Wi-Fi, and then you can listen to it on you can then listen to it on your uh on your way to work. You can listen to it while you're in the office. You can listen to it uh wherever you'd like. If if you happen to be one of those runners, you can bring Al Archer and I with you while you're going for a jog. It's it's a true thing. It's a good thing. Guys, thank you so much. I appreciate you listening. Yeah, that's what I was looking for with that. That right there. From Rocky Four. We'll call it a night. As always, thanks for listening. I'm Blog Talk Radio, at Larger Lawrenson on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Tell your friends to like us. We have some great things coming up this NFL season, Chicago Bears. We will be talking about all of your Bears news right here, uh, your, your, your midweek break. We will be having Larger versus Lawrenson versus Lauren. Pickums. We will be doing the uh, the weighted scale, the 16-point NFL system. Lauren's in on it, and we will have a guest every week during the NFL regular season. Thank you again for listening. It's the Larcher and Larson Sports Show. Hey, Randy Travis here. Be sure and listen to The Morning Show with Big Al, your pal, on your country alternative, 98.5 WACF. Shut up, you mouth! This is a Ricky Ricardo production. This just in. This just in. Breaking news. L. Larger has texted. He was not pulled over by that cop, guys. Have a good night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.